On the same day that my channel was demonetized, Daily Wire CEO Jeremy Boring tweeted that they've been dealing with a lot of things also, and Candace Owens and Michael Knowles just received their second strikes on their channels, which means that. But this problem's a little bit different than normal because it's literally preventing creators from making money off their own videos and content. And the worst part, it seems as though there's nothing they can do to reverse Bruce Lawn. More Christian and conservative channels are starting to get demonetized. Is this a call for concern? Here's a channel I've been familiar with for a while. It's called Treasure of Christ. They used to be called Reform Wiki 2.0. And I didn't know that this gentleman was the one behind the channel because uh, they, if you ever watched any of his videos, it's always like a really strong voice. and They're like video essays. They're, they're, they're done very, very, very well. And apparently his uh, channel got demonetized. And uh, there's some other channels that have been getting demonetized. And I just kind of wanted to give you guys my two cents on this as we discuss it and what, what does that practically mean. So this is a pretty big channel, uh, Treasure of Christ, 732,000 subscribers. To demonetize my entire channel without any warning. The reason given was just one word, harassment. I didn't know which what constitutes as harassment. Okay, so it says content that threatens individuals or insults them based on intrinsic attributes such as their protected group status or physical traits is not allowed on YouTube. Okay, so I don't I don't really know what this means and I would hope that YouTube wouldn't eliminate and prevent us from having conversations like the one I highlighted earlier, right? I don't think that's their prerogative, right? But like I just highlighted this uh, creator, Natalie Carey, who is having a conversation with someone from the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgences. We covered that earlier. Um, and I'm curious if if this would be assumed as a violating this aspect of their service, right? Now, again, I'll tell you guys some of the precautions we make. Now here is the Treasure for Christ channel. And so they do a lot of videos about different pastors, right? They, I mean, they crush it with the titles. I haven't watched a lot of their videos recently, but they do like these pretty great video essay style documentaries. And they're, I don't, I don't know how, they definitely go hard at some of the pastors, but I don't really know how this would be considered harassment, right? How are they, who, I guess they could be harassing like a Joel Osteen, right? Or a Kenneth Copeland. But I don't really know how this would constitute a certain, but again, I'm not super deep into their content. And if you guys want to point out to me what this means or how it could fall into this, I would love to know. So let's watch the rest of this. Without any details concerning what exactly in my videos constitute harassment, I want to share with you all nine things this means for me and my channel. Number one, thankfully, I'm not a full-time YouTuber, which means that I don't depend upon this income to support myself or my family. So none of you need to worry about me in that regard. Number two, however, the YouTube revenue that I do receive funds my videos, which cost about $300 each to make uh, for the voiceover and for editors. Unless I find another way to fund my videos, I'll probably start making fewer videos from now on since I'll need to edit more of them myself. The question is, wh why is, what is happening? Like, why is this stuff getting demonetized? Uh, paying for editors, but just not as much as I did before. Number four, I'm certainly not the only creator who's dealing with YouTube issues. On the same day that my channel was demonetized, Daily Wire CEO Jeremy Boring tweeted that they've been dealing with a lot of things also, and Candace Owens and Michael Knowles just received their second strikes on their channels, which means that uh, they're one strike away from getting their entire channel deleted and they can't upload for a week. Daily Wire co-CEO Jeremy Boring called out YouTube in a Twitter thread on Sunday revealing a series of, quote, violations levied at his company shows that he ca that casts a betrayal of the video platform's stated commitment to open debate. Just the last 90 days, Boring said, the accounts associated with the Daily Wire received 104 violations for hateful and derogatory content, mainly directed at commentary around issues. There, there have been more than 200 violations in the past few months. Penalties include Walsh being demonetized last month, 
Owens and Knowles being suspended for seven days after receiving second strike, so they're close to getting banned, actually. And Peterson getting his first strike, although Peterson got the warning, not an actual strike. Three strikes in 90 days, and an account gets deleted, boring noted. And to be honest, I would rather be demonetized and have my channel safe from deletion than to be close to having my channel deleted and still monetized, which is their situation. And it's not only just conservatives and Christians who are dealing with YouTube censorship and demonetization. There are plenty of non-Christian creators who are dealing with stuff like this also, because YouTube's policies are just extremely vague and inconsistent. Just take a look. Saying there's huge problems at YouTube is kind of like saying Ludwig failed another Pokemon run. You just kind of expect it at this point. But this problem's a little bit different than normal because it's literally preventing creators from making money off their own videos and content. And the worst part, it seems as though there's nothing they can do to reverse YouTube's decision. Hutch. Hutch, who has been a YouTube creator for years now, like 13 years, uh, an absolute OG. He's done a lot of videos with CNNers. He's part of Machinima, uh, Respawn. And the, the, the biggest thing that happened to him recently is that his channel's been demonetized. Like, the entire channel is fully demonetized. There's no... That's that. Th okay, this is the part that's alarming. Listen, I could understand if there are conservative creators that are intentionally doing things to misgender or whatever policy they're they're throwing out. That's a bit different than just like creators that are just doing regular style content that are losing this, right? Not not to say that that's better or worse. That's just I think that stirs some cause for alarm. Now, somebody's pointing out is that if you're going extra hard during. LGTV month in June, which a lot of, I would say, Christian creators and conservative creators are, well, then maybe you're opening yourself up to some of this stuff, okay? Now, some of the precautions we take, if you guys didn't know, is do our best to speak in code. We also do our best to clean up videos on the back end and remove certain trigger words that YouTube will see that will uh, potentially set off things in their algorithm. We just had our first video demonetized and age-restricted in a while on the Buzzcast Studios channel. It was a clip from our conversation with the Youth Group Chronicles, and I didn't even know it was that that bad, but apparently because we were talking about is youth group kids allegedly growing a certain substance on top of a roof, a certain plant, on top of a roof of a youth group that that apparently was was inappropriate. And so we're going to try to see if we can clean that up more. And so we definitely do our part on the back end of the editing to make sure that there are a lot of words taken out, trigger words, so on and so forth, that if you're listening and you understand the context where we're talking about, you're not missing out on anything. But uh, it, it, it kind of gives us a buffer to allow us to still make videos that are monetized, that are getting serviced in the algorithm without raising a bunch of suspicion and flags on us. No ads on it whatsoever. If you watch it in incognito mode, nothing. Just raw video, which is kind of weird for a guy who has had YouTube as his main source of income for probably a decade of his life, longer than uh, a lot of the people who watch YouTube content. Uh, and the reason why it was demonetized? Invalid traffic. Get used to that term because a lot of people are dealing with this invalid traffic issue. Letting you and now what, I, don't, I don't know what invalid traffic even means. Right? What is that? What does that mean? You all know that another awful set of changes are coming to YouTube that have already overnight tanked some creators' source of income from their channels, demonetized like half of their videos with no explanation, and more channels are soon to follow as this continues to. It says, I have received another email from YouTube confirming they will be restoring the status of any of my content or removing age restrictions on my content. I completely let down from YouTube. Oh, okay, so they, they're, they're age restricting the content demonetized like half of their videos with no explanation and more channels are soon to follow as this continues to roll out and i'll let it that was in october so this is way before susan the ceo stood down be known right away here that yes my channel has been hit extremely hard by this new shadow policy that they've slid into the equation here number five some creators have chosen to leave youtube altogether and go to places like rumble or twitter such as 
uh, Steven Crowder, who's gone to Rumble. Hey, you wanna see something kinda crazy? Over 75% of the people that watch this channel are not subscribed. Please consider subscribing and turning your bell notification on so that you don't miss anything we have going here. Listen, I don't think Steven Crowder is the quintessential guy that you want to be representing on uh, issues of who's getting banned or not. Hey, YouTube, long time no, no talk, because I've been banned here. Now, technically, the show is unbanned, but we have two strikes on the account, and we've been told that we're very likely to get a third one if we do anything that, you know, is remotely fun. So, uh, you may not know this, we're still streaming every day on Rumble, and I would love to see that subscriber number right up there, wherever it is, I, I don't have the best peripheral vision. Go down to zero and uh, just rack up there on Rumble. So it's still every weekday, Monday. This man, uh, Crowder, is asking his folks to, to leave YouTube and go to Rumble. That's, that's amazing. Unsubscribe from YouTube. Russell Brand, who's also gone to Rumble. Don't assume that free speech means the right to freely hurt people's feelings. Why would you use free speech to hurt someone when we can use free speech to bring people together? This is a time for true unity. What if free speech revealed that we are more united than they'd ever dare imagine? It's time to break free. Rumble because Twitter actually values free speech now that Elon Musk is in charge. Wokeness is, is not building on liberalism. It's the opposite of liberalism. I can mention yes, exactly. many this examples is... where it's the opposite, including free speech. Free speech used to be uh, a left or liberal value, and yet we, we see uh, from, you know, the in-quotes left, a desire to actually censor. I think we should be extremely concerned about anything that undermines the First Amendment. There's a reason for the First Amendment. People came from countries where they could not speak freely and where saying certain things would get you thrown into prison. And they're like, well, we don't want that here. And by the way, in many parts of the world, including parts of the world that people might think are relatively similar to the United States, the, 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 the speech laws are draconian. England is quite different. I won't name any country, but. <laughs> in France, I think if you deny the Holocaust, which I think is abhorrent, but I also think it should be part of free speech. I, I really can't emphasize this enough. We must protect free speech. Um, and free speech only matters, it's only relevant when it's someone you don't like saying something of you don't like. The thing about censorship is that for those who would advocate it, just remember, at some point, that will be turned on you. If I chose to go to another platform, which I am on, I upload my videos, I, I sync my videos to Rumble and to Odyssey, but if I go to another platform, my audience will virtually disappear. Love it or hate it, the YouTube algorithm has enabled me to reach tens of millions of people who I otherwise wouldn't have reached with the truth of the Bible and the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I plan on continuing to use this algorithm for as long as I can to reach millions more people with the gospel. The good news is that I don't think being demonetized is affecting my reach because my videos are still reaching a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So that's good. That's I'm still going to publish my videos to other platforms just in case, but my primary focus will always be YouTube simply because the algorithm gives me an audience that is pretty incredible. Just like Twitter, YouTube is kind of where the people are. And so that's where I'm going to reapply for monetization in about a month. Actually, correction, looks like it's 90 days now instead of 30 days. Not the greatest, but also not the end of the world. My theory is that it's just a handful of videos that are causing this problem and they're probably not getting many views anyways, and so I'll probably do a little bit of experimentation and reapply and see what happens. It might not work, but who knows? We'll just see what happens. Moving forward, I'm still going to cover controversial topics, but I'll maybe try to be a little more smart about exactly how I do it to avoid raising red flags with YouTube's policies. Number seven. How okay, and so is that, is that, the, is that, is that what is happening here? Right, and like, I'm honestly asking, like, do we just need to be wise as serpents, innocent as doves? Wise as serpents, innocent as doves. When I speak in code, some of you guys... They're like, ah, why don't you just say what you really want to say? It's like, because I want to be wise as serpents and innocent as doves. I don't want to intentionally set off things in, in my algorithms, on top of which I like to have equal smoke for everybody, so, which I sometimes treasure, treasure in Christ won't have the same energy. And we talked about this earlier with the Duggar documentary, right? He won't have the same type of smoke for the John MacArthur's and for some of the more fringe, I want to say fringe, but like, hyper-conservative, hyper-patriarchal 
sides of Christianity, and he'll have them for the prosperity cats or the pros, you know, the the loopy liberal cats, right? I think he did a video on Tamaki that I thought was extremely chopped up and out out of context, and making him sound as if he was the same as Andy Stanley, and and he wasn't. You also got to have just scales. You got to have smoke for everybody. If you're gonna have smoke, you got to have smoke for everybody. In my opinion, like I think if you're going to be an objective, independent thinker, and to act like there's one side always nails it, but the John MacArthur's and the Vody Bacham's and the Paul Washers, well, they always nail it. But hey, you know, all these folks that are that are uh, prosperity-ish or uh, they come off too soft on sin. They're not hard enough on sin. We need them to yell more on sin. It's kind of whack to me. You know, I, th- I think we need to have just scales. I think there are things that uh, Vadi Bakum has done that that's, that that's cheeks to me that he's been called out for. And I think there's also things that John MacArthur has done that, that are cheeks to me that they need to be called out for. And I think that there are things that Andy Stanley has done that are cheeks that need to be called out for. So on and so forth, right? And so I think like this idea of content that is only going at the things you disagree with is perplexing to me. And and so I'm genuinely asking these things because I'm trying to get to the crux of like, is this why this happens to certain channels? and Or is this just inevitable and it's going to happen to me? Because I don't want to make content. And, and, and this is why. Some of you guys ask, like, why? Why don't you make more content going at the LGTV? I honestly think I make too much content talking about LGTV, especially in light of Rainbow Flag Month. Personally, like I'm like, man, I don't want to make any more videos about Transformers for, for the month. Like I'm, I'm kind of over it. But it's neither here nor there. So, when we're talking about these things, this, this is how I think about it. I go, okay, there's like 50 verses in the Bible about morality. 50, five zero, five zero. There's six verses about the LGTV topic specifically, like overtly about the LGTV topic, six. And there's hundreds of verses about financial literacy. There's hundreds of verses about loving your neighbor, right? <laughs> like there's so many verses about the conduct of how we are to live on this side of eternity. And there's a limited number of verses correcting and rebuking specific sins around sexuality. And so if 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 the content of a creator is primarily railing against this community and primarily railing against people who are sinning this way, are we then expecting certain content creators to adhere to standards you can't even hold the scriptures to? This is a legitimate question of mine. Right, Because I think we already know that Christians struggle with casting vision. Conservatives struggle with casting vision and moving forward. right? And so it's like, if the majority of the content is just what we're against, are we then opening ourselves up to attacks by not being wise and careful? Somebody said, yeah, but the difference is uh, LGTV is being weaponized heavily right now. While I agree with you, I think we also have to fight the battles we're being challenged to. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know if we do need to f- fight the battles. You don't think that LGTV was a thing when Paul was writing? You don't think sexual morality was a thing when Paul was writing to churches? You don't think that they weren't offering their, the uh, you know, uh, uh, their bodies to pagan um, gods and prostitutes and temples? They were doing that stuff too. But in contrast, there's substantially more verses about how you should be living your life and how you should be meditating on who Jesus is and you should be thinking about the gospel and you should be loving your neighbor and not as many verses talking about these particular sins are bad, right? On top of which, and it's just me, but I feel like there's substantially more verses going at sexual immorality of all kinds than just about the LGTV kind. You know, think about this for a second. If we know that there are dudes in the church right now who are looking at corn 
We know that there are dudes in a church right now who we know are manipulating girls to sleep with them. We know there are women in church that are manipulating men. We know there are women in church that are, I don't know, posting thirst traps on Instagram and being chameleons in church. We know that there is sin happening in churches in the same way that there was sexual sin happening in churches when Paul was writing the Thessalonians, when Paul was writing the Corinthians. Don't we need to have equal smoke for that? I'm, a, I'm, I'm asking. Like the fact that, you know, the majority of pastors and youth pastors admit to having looked at recently, don't we need to have more smoke for that and rebuke that, but also give them resources for that? So I'm just, I'm just saying, like, maybe we first got to clean, clean up our own houses and clean up the church before we rail against people who are spiritually blind and spiritually dead. Now, I'm not saying, what I'm not saying is that we, we, we should just be cowards. That's not what I'm saying either. I'm just saying, I remember hearing a quote from Frank Turek who said, no-fault divorce laws did substantially more to destroy the family fabric of America than the LGTV ever did. Frank Turk said that. So if you don't like that quote, you go, you go, you go yell at Frank Turk about that. That's what Frank Turk said. No-fault divorce did more to hurt the family in America than the LGTV ever did. So if we are to judge each other, maybe we should be judging those inside the church with proper doctrine and good theology that do some goofy stuff. I didn't see a ton of videos from these guys about Vadi Bakum completely fumbling and misquoting uh, the, the actual founders of CRT who had to correct them and say, no, Vadi, that is actually not what CRT is. You're mistaken. I don't know where he got that from. Uh, uh, you, do you remember that getting covered? No, y'all just, y'all propped up Vagi, uh, Vadi as the savior of uh, woke Christians and, 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 and how he was combating everybody, right? I don't, I don't remember anyone pointing out that Derek Bell, I believe it was Derek Bell, who had to correct him and say, no, you're wrong. And Vadi had to apologize to him and say, sorry, I'm wrong on top of the, the, the accusations, alleged accusations of plagiarism from Vadi Bakum. I just, I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, you, you go to this gentleman's channel and like half the videos have Vadi Bakum in them. Vadi Bakum, Vadi Bakum. Let's see. I see two just scrolling through. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm just, you know, pointing about Vadi Bakum. That's three. Vadi Bakum, four. Right. Why do we not do that? Why do we not have just scales? Why do we not have just scales for these things? And so I, I, I think partiality is a sin. Partiality, when you're overtly looking down upon someone that's of a different ethnicity or a different race. Partiality, when you are looking the other way when someone from your crowd or your camp does something that you, you know is foul. A lot of y'all know what John MacArthur did was foul. Y'all know the Eileen Green situation was foul. Well, but John MacArthur, he's like the Protestant Pope, and he has that fire study Bible, you know, so we're just going to look the other way when there's now multiple people saying that there's some stuff going on with women being told to go back to their husbands who were physically physical with them. You know what I mean? I can't. I'm not going to say the word. I don't know. I just I just think that's kind of sus to me. I just think that kind of, and, and I don't want this dude's channel to get demonetized. I'm just saying, where's the just scales? Where's the just scales? That's all I'm saying. Hey, this is a segment from our daily after-party stream. Consider partnering with us online for as little as $5 a month to get access to these daily after-party streams completely unedited. 
You'll also get access to our podcast as they are streamed live into the community before anyone else gets to see them, get to interact with our guests, get access to our private Discord server, and a discount code for our store for as little as $5 a month. Ultimately, that will help towards helping us continue contextualizing the gospel using media and podcast here on YouTube. All right, I'll see you over there. Peace.